Our sages tell us that upon seeing a bride, one should praise her as being fair and attractive. But how do we reconcile that with the Torah's obligation that we tell the truth? That's not always going to be the case, is it? Welcome to the Transformative Daf. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 16 of Tractate Subas. And we learn that we need to train our own mind's eye to see the beauty in everybody and everything. To sponsor an episode of the Transformative Duff, please email me, transformativeduff at gmail.com. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. Sharon and Michael had just finished redoing their kitchen. Batya and I were invited over together with a number of their friends. Now, I'll admit I was a little taken aback as I walked in. I liked the retro look, but their 18th century theme was a little too much even for me. What do you think, beamed Sharon? Her neighbor, Jenny, was the first to reply. It's a little off if you ask me. What were you thinking? Before she could continue, Batya chimed in. I think it's absolutely stunning. She went on to praise the lighting and their choice of faucets and asked them where they found their flooring. That was more than enough to get them to refocus and proudly tell us the whole story of their new kitchen. Let's look at today's Gemara. The sages taught, How does one dance before the bride? Beis Shammai says one praises the bride as she is. And Beis Hillel says one declares, What a fair and attractive bride. Beis Shammai said to Beis Hillel, In a case where the bride was lame or blind, does one declare a fair and attractive bride? But the Torah says, Distance yourself from a false matter. Beis Hillel said to Beis Shammai, according to your words regarding one who acquired an inferior acquisition from the market, should another praise it and enhance its value in its, his eyes, or condemn it and diminish its value in his eyes? You must say that he should praise it and enhance its value in his eyes, and refrain from causing him anguish. From here the sages said, a person's mind should always be empathetic with other people. Let's analyze the Gemara. Every time you open your mouth, you need to ask yourself, what am I trying to accomplish by my comments? Your goal must forever be to make others feel special and wonderful. Many people feel the need to constantly let others know the truth. Our sages make it clear that concern for hurting another's feelings is a more important value than saying it as it is. Our job is not to be blunt and tactless. We must always think about pe building people's confidence. If you have nothing to say, it's probably better to say nothing at all. But of course... Taking that route isn't good enough. You should always be able to find something nice to say to build a person's confidence. The Chida points out that the Gemara doesn't say that a person should strive to be empathetic with others, but that his mind, Datoi, should be empathetic. He explains that it's lovely to pretend everything's fine and beautiful, but that's insufficient. One must train his mind to see the beauty in every person in every situation and extol that beauty, thereby building the other person's self-esteem and self-confidence. After all, as the Gemara says, should another praise it and enhance its value in his eyes or condemn it and diminish its value in his eyes? Long before we had the present-day aphorism, the Gemara recognized that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. If we don't recognize it, then we must amend our mind's eye. Everyone wants to think that his spouse is beautiful. The worst outcome that might occur as a result of your praise is that if the person was previously unsure about his decision, you've now clarified in his mind that he chose well. 
God willing, he's going to live with this person for the rest of his life. Hopefully you've contributed to his excitement about his basharat. Before you make any comment, you must always ask yourself what your expected outcome is. If you're going to make the other person feel good, you're on track for your mission in life. But if the other person will just feel bad as a result of your comments, what have you accomplished? Whether it's the new car that the person has purchased or the new kitchen that he's installed, nobody's asking you to drive it or live in it. You just need to make the new owner feel good about it. Be a builder. Use every opportunity to make others feel good, even if you might not personally have made the same choices. May you always share pleasant and uplifting opinions and make every person you meet feel that he is the most special person in the world, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaic Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicopress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.